0: I met Russ Scully at JFK International Airport in New York. He had flown in from Burlington, and we were both on a connecting flight to Aguadilla in Puerto Rico, introduced by a mutual friend of ours who decided we should be friends. Russ and I were on our way to uh, Rincon, Puerto Rico, for a stand-up paddle race called the Rincon Beach Boy. And when we arrived down in Puerto Rico together, we just instantly hit it off and began paddling together, training for the race, hanging out in the evening with our mutual friend, laughing, meeting other people. It was just, it was a really good time. And eventually, Russ introduced me to both his amazing wife, Roxanne, who is today one of my very closest friends, And his incredible business partner, Jeff Henderson, who is an integral part of Session Magazine. But the story of how we decided to get into a print magazine business together goes something like this. Welcome to On Water, the Session Magazine podcast. Here we talk to water athletes, entrepreneurs, scientists, and earth-friendly folks about the experience of a life well-lived, connected to water. I'm your host, Evelyn O'Darty. Let's dive in.
1: Well, it's great to be here in the Dial Studio at Hula, talking about Session Magazine. Evelyn and I, as she mentioned, have known each other for a long time. We've been really great friends, particularly on the water together. Even though we're separated geographically by a few states, we always had plenty of opportunities to get together, became really good friends, as she mentioned.
0: Russ and I and several others had created a regular habit of flying down to Aguadilla and spending time in Rincon, Puerto Rico together on vacation for the Rincon Beach Boy race and other business opportunities. One day, Russ and I were surfing uh, at Maria's Beach in Rincon, and the rest of the gang who had been out there with us paddled in. The waves had gone to shit. And Russ and I just hung out there, talking, floating along getting drifted down towards Trace Palmas. And I began telling him about this opportunity that I had been presented with. A few months before, Clay Feeder, who is the original owner-founder of Stand Up Journal, and the boss who I had been working for for the last two years as online editor for the magazine, had proposed to me that I should be the next owner, that I should take over and start publishing stand-up journal. At first, when Clay mentioned it to me, I thought, that's crazy. Like That's not something I know how to do. But then the idea kind of took hold because I'm so passionate about water sports and I love the power of print. And I started thinking about it. So that day off of Maria's Beach in the windy afternoon. There was nobody left on the water. Here's Russ and I sitting on our surfboards just getting blown towards town. And I started telling him about this opportunity, this possibility to buy the magazine.
1: One of the things that really attracted me to the idea of a print project was that before I got into web design, I fell in love with desktop publishing and was involved in print for a long time in like the 90s. And I got to say, I think that was like the first career choice or first job where I really felt as if, hey, here's something that I love, that I'm excited about, that I was studying and applying from school and into work. And I was going to work every day, absolutely loving the pace and the speed of the evolution of desktop publishing and consider myself an OG really in the desktop publishing space. It was an exciting time. Stuff was happening real fast. And I developed a passion I still have today for developing print.
0: Russ listened to me for about five minutes, gave me a look, and then said, Hey, Ev, if you want to do that, I'll do it with you. And so it was sealed. There was no way I was going to say no to a possibility and have a chance to work with Russ, Jeff Henderson, and the rest of the gang in order to create a print product that we were all super passionate about.
1: So, the other thing that's really interesting that people may not know is that Jeff Henderson and I have followed we're we're, we're best friends and we've followed very similar sort of parallel career paths. So, Jeff is a trained graphic designer from Rhode Island School of Design. When he moved up here to Burlington, he he was a competitor of mine in the web agency space. So, He and I worked for essentially competing web agencies, building websites in Burlington. And both of us left our agencies around the same time, mostly to go back into like a freelance space and regain some flexibility. And that's when we got together again professionally and started working together. And so we were relaunching ourselves back into a web space with a little more flexibility, a little more control over the projects we were working on, but still very digital. And at the same time, Santa Paddling was was taking off, and both of us were really excited about this new emerging sport. we were both participating at a relatively high level, especially regionally. And um, you know, I used to elbow them once in a while because we would see the stand-up journal come across our desk, and the number of pages were growing with each issue, and they were launching right at the right time. Like, right as stand-up paddling was really getting popular, This magazine was getting thicker and thicker and thicker with each issue. And both of us would look at it and say, like, this would be a really, really fun project to work on. And I would elbow Jeff once in a while and just say, hey, you should really reach out to this publisher, Clay, and ask him if he ever needs any help. Because this would be an amazing passion project for us to get back into print.
0: So the day that we decided to take over the magazine was the day that we started our journey towards Session. Stand-Up Journal has always been a magazine about the passion of water sports. In its earliest form, Clay Feeder, who founded it in 2008, had the magazine about windsurfing and stand-up paddling. Then stand-up paddling became such a popular water sport, and he shifted the magazine to focus primarily just on SUP. When I came along in 2016 as a former stand-up paddle racer, a year-round surfer in the frigid New York waters, I had decided that I needed to look forward and figure out what was going to be the next step in my career. I couldn't just be a stand-up paddle racer and retreat host for the rest of my life. I was in my mid-40s. I'd had a good run at it, but I needed something else to do. So as luck would have it, one day I was scrolling through my emails and I saw an advertisement from Stand Up Journal, a magazine that I had some familiarity with. I would submitted some photos previously and they were actually published in the journal. I got an email that was looking for an online editor. And when I opened the email, I kid you not, I literally thought they were poking fun at me. I literally thought that the guys clayfeeder and and his gang were like playing some joke on me. The description of what they were looking for as their next online editor fit me so well that I couldn't believe it wasn't a joke. So I decided I decided with every ounce of my being and that should be part of it. As soon as I read that email, my entire world opened up and I was like That's it. That's what I want to do next. That's my next chapter. And I went after that particular job opening with every resource I had. I sent them all my samples of writing. I, you know, sent them my photographs that I had had published in the magazine before. I got letters of reference from some of the most influential people I know, one of whom who happened to be Russ Scully. It came down to me and one other applicant, And as Clay Feeder says, just my absolute enthusiasm for the entire process is what made the decision. And I became the online editor in October of 2016.
1: Anyway, we joked about that for a while. And then you heard from Evelyn about her whole origin story of getting involved with Clay. And so when all of a sudden Evelyn took charge of the magazine and she was coming back around looking for support, that's when, you know, you heard from her. Like I said, listen— Jeff and I would love to jump in and help you with this. We can do everything you need from the production standpoint because both of us used to do this in the past. And we would love to get back into the print world and actually work on a product that we're really passionate about. So the idea of us coming back into print, doing it together at the same time on a product that we actually love participating in was something that just fell into place beautifully for both of us.
0: Once I got involved with the magazine as is want to happen, and any surfer knows how this is, you just, you become obsessed. When something lights your fire, just creates that energy. You just want to do more of it. And I went after learning about this magazine process with all the energy I had. And quickly, I went from being online editor to somebody who was seeking new advertising. I was getting involved in the print magazine. I was bringing in new writers, recreating their social media. It just became an absolute obsession. And I was supposed to be part time. (laughs) So after two years of that is when Clay approached me and he was looking to retire. He was getting ready to step off. And he wanted to give the magazine, he wanted to sell the magazine to somebody who would appreciate the energy that he had put into it the previous 12 years of publication and content, the relationships he had built, the contacts that he had amassed. And he knew that I was that person. And it took a little while for me to review all of that and just decide that I wanted to do that as well. So when Russ and I and Jeff took over the magazine in 2018, it became like my sole life's purpose. And the joke is, right, that being a publisher is very different from being an online editor. And I had to learn everything I learned trial by fire. Those first couple of years, I probably slept about six hours a year annually. And my hair was literally on fire more times than I can count. But at the same time, what we now have created, those four years of content before we've rolled into Session Magazine are something that we, the three of us, Jeff, Hondo, and myself, are so proud of because we created it on our own. We didn't have necessarily the vast journalism background or experience But we had the passion and we had the willpower to figure it out. And figure it out, we did. So a couple of years after that, I had been publishing. By then it was probably about 12 issues. And I just realized that I had taken the magazine about as far as I could go. It was growing. It needed to grow further. And I just didn't have the resources to do it myself. So I went back to Russ. I don't think that conversation we were sitting on surfboards. I think we were up here in Burlington, Vermont, just talking it through. And Russ and I agreed the best way to do this was we would just switch roles so that he became publisher and I would become editor-in-chief. And so that's where we are today, and that's also where we were before we decided to rebrand the magazine. So Stand Up Journal, which had been in publication from 2008— until 2022, was our previous brand. And with Russ at the helm, starting in summer of 2020, it was decided amongst the three of us once again that it was time to rebrand.
1: So the day that Evelyn and I started having discussions around swapping roles was a good, healthy discussion around what she wanted to do going forward and ultimately what I could see myself taking on as sort of a new project. And it was a good, healthy discussion because, you know, one of the things that I mentioned to her as we sort of explored this idea was, I said, listen, if I'm going to take over as publisher, I want to consider the possibility of a name change. And we had, you know, loosely discussed it as a team here and there, but we never really sat down and spent a lot of time thinking through a decision like that. But I said, "Listen, if if I if I take over the publisher role, it's something I want to visit right away, and this could be the perfect catalyst to really execute on a change like that." So, what was really heartwarming was to hear from Evelyn that she was open to the idea, and not only open to it, but she was very interested in the idea. Um, both of us agreed, and I reassured her. I said, "I'm not. This is not a trivial decision at all. This is something that." I would take very, very seriously. We have to really evaluate, you know, what this would mean to a number of different audiences, from advertisers to readership, and particularly to this community of stand-up paddlers who, up until this point, had a niche periodical that was devoted to their sport, that they're passionate about. So we wanted to make sure that we did this in an elegant way that certainly didn't alienate any of the, the people who had already kind of grown to love this magazine. Um, but we understood that, you know, it made, it made sense for us going forward to really think about, you know, broadening our content, broadening our readership, broad, broadening our advertiser base in a way that would ultimately make the magazine more sustainable. We had
0: been creating content outside of the world of stand-up paddling for years. We had been including content on foiling, wing foiling, kiting, big wave surfing, water sports in general, water lovers, people who have great adventures to tell about being on the water, whether sailing or through nonprofits. And the decision was made that it was time to rebrand this beloved
1: stand-up journal. And... So in doing so, and part of this was already happening even through our advertisers, like our advertisers were starting to drop ads in the pages that were not exclusively around stand-up paddle products. So that was kind of our early indication that, you know, there was certainly a level of acceptance and awareness of this change that was coming from our advertisers, so we knew we'd have some support there. The piece that we were most worried about, honestly, was just our readership, and we wanted to make sure that people felt good about the idea of where we were heading. And and if we were to take this new direction, we wanted to make sure that we paid respect to the people who really entrusted us to tell the stories around a sport that they were most passionate about. So that was a tricky one for us. We kind of, we went back and forth on that for a long time. And then ultimately we realized that um, it was going to be in everyone's best interest if we could really de-risk our content by just taking a bigger, broader perspective. And so ultimately... As we all know, that's the path that we end up going down.
0: The three of us kicked around ideas, how to do it, where to go, what do we name it? And amongst the three of us, the new name, as you know it, is Session Magazine. The first issue arrives on newsstands in March of 2023, and we couldn't be more proud of it. This is definitely a new look, a new magazine in its entirety. It's a broader exposure of water sports. It is not in any way, shape, or form about one particular sport in general. It is a love of how we spend our time on the water as water people.
1: The process of the name change went great. Uh, it It was something we played around with internally for a long time. And we felt like the new name really embodied the idea of something that is indifferent to a specific sport and really embraces the lifestyle and sort of the emotion of being on the water. And so for us, Session was the perfect name. And we're really happy with the way that translated.
0: We invite everybody to take a look at our new Session magazine. We love the way it looks. We love the way it feels. We love the expansion of our content. And we invite you all along for the ride. We hope you enjoyed this episode of On Water. We certainly love bringing the myriad and diverse group of characters from our water community to you to share their experiences. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. This podcast grows out of the publication of our quarterly print magazine, Session. Session celebrates the ways in which we all as water lovers engage in our world's aquatic playgrounds, from surfing to foiling. Hiding, stand-up paddling, and more. We encourage you to visit our website at www.session-magazine.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.